0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Premiership League Cup and the transfer window all on the mind. Celtic bid for South Korean striker Gui Sung Cho with Rangers also reported to be keeping an eye on the player. Todd Cantwell seems like a more immediate target for Michael Beale who's also been sticking up for John McLaughlin and Derek McInnes says Kyle Lafferty's chomping at the bit to be involved in Saturday's Cup semi-final after completing his ban I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me tonight You have Scott Allen And Mark Wilson We're 10 days in Transfer window open But all quiet at the minute However We've got big games On the horizon at the weekend Two semi-finals coming up And in league business The battle for the bottom place Is heating up And I'm pleased to say I don't have to look Well I was going to say <laughs> I, I knew where this was going right? Do you want to take over? I just, but I, we're thinking the same thing It's the elephant in the room isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You're used to being in here With a guy That wanders in Dresses like a frustrated PE teacher <laughs> All he's missing Is the whistle round his neck yeah, And yeah. you've got this Picture this, of yeah, health this male Professional model athlete Next to me What a difference you know, for you You would never big, look the back big after floppy Model hair You know And I'm used to looking at The bald patch in the back The big nose The, the joggies The shell suit Ah and the, wor- the worst of it is He'll be lying In his hospital bed Having had his knee operation <laughs> Cursing his radio Right now <laughs> Listening to you Describe him In yeah. such glowing terms Yeah well I hope he's doing alright Daz if you're listening Get well soon And we, don't we, annoy anybody We'll we try and phone him Later on well, See if, if the anaesthetic's warm up speak, yeah. Anyway on that note Scott Allen We've bummed you up enough How are you? I'm good thank you uh, Just coming off a, a layoff there the Broken ribs for four weeks But Back training now And back on the bench So hopefully uh, at my club now are both we can, we can start putting some wins together Good and if you think We're going to get to 8 o'clock Without us playing that clip Of our both TV commentary You are dreaming But we'll find out <laughs> We'll see how we go 01419511025 That's the number you need So come on down Put your points to Mark Wilson You've got fresh blood in Scott Allen Get your kindest regards over to him And uh, get involved In the football discussion In terms of the transfer window Is it maybe starting to heat up? It feels like it's been a little bit of a slow start It appears Celtic have bid for that South Korean striker Gui Sung Cho Like we said Celtic fans What do you make of that? You got a wee glimpse of him Didn't you at the World Cup Was he one that caught the eye? Uh, do, you, do you need a striker anyway? Or is this on the assumption That Giacomacchus is tempted? How do you see the attacking jigsaw uh, Completed? Of course there's still Speculation about Josip Juranovic Rangers fans What about Todd Cantwell then? Michael Beale speaking In glowing terms about him uh, At the weekend uh, what do you think Would you expect to do some business this week uh, Ahead of that League Cup semi-final Do let us know uh, And we'll hear from Michael Beale On various other topics And Derek McInnes as well So 01419511025 Busy week maybe Mark on the transfer front Well maybe It seems like it's heating up a wee bit um, Particularly from a Celtic point of view When you look at Jacques Marcus And uh, especially Juranovic £7 million, pounds, I must admit, uh, I would have thought the price for Juranovic going would have been a lot more than that, especially off the back of a good World Cup, and and maybe the club, even to be a bit bigger, who was going to take him? I mean, it wasn't that long ago we were hearing Premiership clubs were reportedly interested, maybe Barcelona, and I don't think there was many scoffing at that. But if he's going to move on, I think it's better that it's sooner rather than later. It would bring money into the club that Ange Postacoglu can then... 
spend in other positions and the big one is Jakimakis now if he goes and, and Sung Cho is on the horizon £3 million bid has been reported then again the sooner the better and it Leaves Ange Postacoglu with a settled squad with a player who's coming in halfway through the window rather than the last few days. So, interesting few weeks ahead. And for Rangers, well, Todd Cantwell is the latest one. Michael Beals chatted about three players coming in. I'm pretty sure the Rangers fans would be hoping or would have hoped for some of them or one of them to be in by now, but still plenty of time to go. I saw you check your calendar on your phone, Scott Allen, when we spoke about transfers just before coming on there. Does that suggest uh, that you're Maybe expecting a bit of business to, to start getting done soon Yeah I think from a from a Rangers perspective I think they would well, The fans uh, for sure would expect Transfers to be in the building by now Maybe a few outs but something definitely To put a bit of freshness into the squad I know they've been in a, a good run but I think it's it's definitely a window where they need to get some fresh blood in there. It's not been all quiet. Hearts have been busy uh, and still expected to be busy still. So maybe any Hearts fans out there uh, that want to get in touch, you can do that on the phones or on Twitter. So that's at Clyde SSB and the number you need. You probably know it by now, but it doesn't harm uh, to remind you. 01419511025. Let's get stuck in on transfers then. This bid for South Korean striker <coughs> Gui Sung Cho. Celtic fans, what do you make of that? Uh, is that a player you'd like to see come? Is it dependent on Jack Amakis leaving? How do you read the situation? Would you go for another striker anyway? Because we had these discussions with Juranovic, didn't we? And everyone was assuming uh, he was going to leave. Um, maybe he still will. Maybe it's not for uh, the money you expected. But whatever it is that's on your mind, this is the time and the place to share it, Rangers fans. Todd Cantwell seems to be picking up a bit of pace. Norwich have knocked back a bid from an unnamed championship club for him. So I don't think it's any secret that he's... Available if you like Available at the right price uh, Is that one you should Push the boat out on uh, Get your thoughts in Please And of course Mark We're in one of those weeks we're In fact we're in one of those periods Where we swing from competition To competition It's only Tuesday We're still getting off Of a, another busy weekend Digesting all the talking points And then full focus Going on to massive League Cup semi-finals uh, This weekend Well yeah as I've, uh, I was lucky enough To play in some of these myself And uh, don't know how Scott would feel about this But there were always the games that I didn't enjoy The semi-finals, you know Nobody really remembers the I've semi-finals well, uh, So how <laughs> bad is it losing a few and you, you're out But huge games, look for Kilmarnock um, It'll be interesting to see how they approach it against Celtic You know, they've got Lafferty back And they put up a good show in the first half But were unpicked and then they were overrun actually in the second half And Rangers-Aberdeen what a fixture that is for a semi-final Jim Goodwin certainly needed a win At the weekend to give his side a bit of confidence Michael Beale another win on Sunday Against Dundee United That looked like it was Was a bit of a drag in the first half But as usual You know Michael Beale's sides In the second half Come out like a different side So that's an interesting fixture in itself But the Scottish Premiership as well Gordon coming up How important for some of the sides Your side after the weekend mm-hmm. Coming up against Ross County Sorry I didn't want to mention that But Huge games ahead this weekend Are you enjoying Scott Looking at You know Maybe looking at the Premiership From from afar But with a, a bit of knowledge Having played there And having known a lot of the players that, And management that are still involved Of course you've got your own um, Your own Picture to take care of At Arbroath But maybe looking at it From a, a bit more of a A neutral perspective these days What have you made of it? Yeah I think I would uh, From a neutral Want to see it Closer at the top it, it maybe could have been last week Defending on a uh, To some people A few decisions And uh, some performances But See he's getting right in the swing of this Just dropping that 
Just that was just about interrupt you there, didn't he? Want to, you uh, want it closer at the top? I've been just about getting over that um, all that talk from last week. And he wants to bring it back. <laughs> this guy, um, writing. I think uh, from afar as well. The business hearts have done, and the last two windows have been excellent. The type of players uh, they're attracted to. I think they're only going to get better type of players in. There's Snodgrass. He's great addition to the squad. Andy's still going strong, as we know. Trying to copy your hair as well. Andy's yeah. injured every second week isn't he? He's always back for the big injury, games big, big games And he limps off You know to start Aye, About 70-75 minutes The old applause and was when he limped off With the head injury last week <laughs> That I found confusing I must admit But anyway right 01419511025 Come on then Let's talk transfers uh, Whether it is South Korean striking options Potentially for you Celtic fans At Rangers fans There's meant to be A bit of interest there as well uh, Maybe Todd Cantwell's a more um, sort of concrete name to be discussing at this stage So get in touch right now please And we'll take it away with John uh, Who's on the line, what do you think John? Hi guys, Mark, Scott Good to see you on Scott and Gordon Hello, how are you doing? Hi, Hi. Uh, no, I'm just um, Obviously I'm, I'm a regular caller Mark and Gordon know And uh, I'm a big fan of Jack and Marcus But if he does go um, Some of the fees quoted Mark I think are preposterous But I mean the Celtics should be looking for more money for him If he is going to go but I'm hoping he doesn't go because I think he's a, he's a great player to bring on. And he's, as I said last week, he's, he's been total professional about it, you know what I mean? When he's come on, he's put a shift in, and he always does. So I just hope, I'm just hoping he doesn't go. But as I say, if he is going to go, I think we should be holding out for more money. Well, it was reported, the last thing I read today was about £8 million that uh, uh, could oh, be... Oh, I that one, Mark, sorry. Uh, so, well, I read that earlier on today, it could rise to £8 million. Um, earlier on, when it was Michelin, last week we were chatting about it, was it run about the six million pound mark, something like that? Um, like you've got to assess where, how much Celtic got him for, and what he's done in that period of time, and does it merit a jump? Uh you know what we've seen in the past from Celtic players, like you know Edward, or you look at Van Dyke, or guys who have come in for very little, done brilliant, uh, a regular European level as well, and then been shifted. Jack Marcus has only been there for a short time. But when you score goals and you catch the, the limelight, you think that in today's world that the prices go up and up. I'm a huge on, I, I would like to see Jacques Marcus stay at Celtic. I think, I keep saying that, he offers something different from Kyogo. If Celtic are struggling, you know, in terms of playing through teams, he offers something that's more direct. But I, the way this has been drawn out from the start, from the World Cup, I just think something's going to give... And he might yeah. move on I think in terms of Jackie Marcus There's not many strikers like him out there In terms of the value of money you're going to get for him So I, I think if you're Celtic You'd love to hang on to him But I think the players probably already made his mind up And once that's happened It's a it's mm. a, it's a hard way back When yeah. you hear that story John um, About a bid, a £3 million bid For Gui Sung Cho is, is that on the do, do you think that's only part of the plan If Jackie Marcus you know, is leaving Would Celtic sign another striker On top of what they've got just now If everyone stayed? I don't really know, Gordon But as I say Now we've got Two, sometimes three players In every position As we know now I mean, that's just The strongest squad I've ever seen For a, a many, a many a year But uh, as I say I like to look at this South Korean boy I mean, they all know Their work rate as well So But as I just said I, I think I think there's another few players Will go out Not just Shiranovic I think Young Welsh will go as well uh, I've read reading some of the blogs today That he might go But uh, as I said I just think uh, as I, said, I didn't realise that Mark, That was an 8 million or something like You'll tell me I'm on there But I think Celtic I'd love to see him staying But 
if they sit the South Green boy, I don't think that actually means it's the end for Jacket Marcus. They say all the, I mean, that sometimes I've got two and three players, and when Q, oh, I know my can play through the middle, but it's, I just like Jacket Marcus. He's Mark Zedek, he's still got a different option. And apparently there's been a bid for Southampton for me. I've heard that through the grapevine. I don't know if you know that one. I just yeah, I think just a bit of interest. I don't know about anything concrete. Uh, Mark, what do you think about numbers wise? Given as John throws in at the end that Maeda, if you need him to, can play through the middle. And do you know what? But Abada's probably done it before. Would Celtic look to sign another striker on top of of Kyogo and Jakimakis, or is this all about a, a sort of domino effect? I think it's a domino effect. I, I just wonder if it'd be too top heavy. Then I've already discussed the last week or so the Celtic squad and how many they've got at the minute um, and you look at that bench how strong it is that's not even thinking about the players that are unstripped or injured so if you add another onto that in, in the striking area then I think it's too heavy so I think if if the South Korean show does come in then it will spell the end for Jackie Marcus opens the door for, for further negotiations but again I, I, I just think he's really getting started I think when Kyogo dropped out through injury Jackie Marcus became the the number one man for Celtic He was on such a scoring streak at that time That it was hard to see Kyogo getting back in the team And then the Celtic fans At the start of this season Couldn't make up their mind Who was the number one striker Ange clearly made up his mind though he, he's, he's nailed his colours to the mass And said Kyogo's the number one And I'll use Giacomacus sparingly But Scott will tell you as well It's no good just sitting on the bench He wants to play I know but can you see the, can you see the Celtic board Letting him go for that type of value I, I but, can't but, see it Considering when you look at the, the strikers That have left in uh, in the past And it was a hard fight for the players To, yeah. to get out of the club I, I, just, I, I think I it should have been dealt with better for that. With Giacomacchus Four years left on his deal It should have been dealt with better Between Giacomacchus' agent And whoever's taking in charge Of contract negotiations at Celtic I, I think that's quite a simple fix I don't think it ever had to come to this stage Where you know, there was rumours in the press that he was unhappy because he was promised another contract. We all know, we've all been in the game, there's no smoke without fire, it must have came from somewhere. Um, and I don't think it ever needed to reach that stage. So John, you think players outgoing might be important as well? You think maybe there's players that need to, to go and find game time elsewhere? I think, I mean, I was a big fan of James McCarthy, but obviously it's not worked out for him at Celtic. And I think for him, maybe it's time for James McCarthy to move on. Uh, and would you call it obviously would you call it I think young Welsh I don't think we signing Kobayashi I don't think he's got a future now you know what I mean I know maybe Andrew at the start of the season maybe it was at Udinese or an Italian club in went from but uh, I, I, I think maybe it's time for him to go now as well if he wants to follow his career because he's done, done quite a good job the boy you know what I mean but I don't think uh, he would get game time with Celtic so I think it would be in both parties interest you know what I mean get a bit of money for him and let the boy go yeah, I think Stephen Welsh has got to, he got to look to go out and play regularly now. I think he's come in as a young player. I know, I know him well from my from my time at Celtic. His his application has been been first class, and he's had a hard learning curve, and, and especially that the season under under Neil Lennon. But he's came through it. He looks a much better player. So for him, he's got to spread his wings now. I think and go out and play regular football. Where that will be, I don't know. It could be another city in the uh, in across across the, across the city. Sorry, to Edinburgh. Which I've heard, I've heard rumours about, but for me, Ooh, it seems like he's in the know. Oh, I don't right, know that. More. See, Good. you don't get any of this nonsense for the PE teacher when he's in. Tell us, what do you know? Well, we know what side of Edinburgh he's connected to, don't we? So, <gasps> oh, I bet he's got, he's got pals at the other side. Oh, that's true. Edinburgh as well. I had it all figured out. Though. Or I had it Ryan could be Portis, Edinburgh City. Ryan Portis' replacement. 
Yeah, because well, Udinese, he's got Udinese, you know, and then previously spent <laughs> for Stephen Welsh. There we go. Get that Incredible. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, Celtic are you know mark at that stage, you know, willing to listen to offers that appears. Um, apparently, there is interest from Europe and the MLS. Interestingly enough, yeah, is, is that, that going to be the right time? Uh, I think. Well, I think so. You look who's ahead of him in the pecking order. I think Welsh will look at that and think. Well, every time I come in, I do okay. There seems to be another addition. Actually, there's been a time where Welsh has found himself well at the picture, and before you know it, there's been a few injuries. He's went in and he's done fine, but. Like when you're a player and the manager keeps adding to your position, you quickly get the idea that you know maybe time for me to move on and be the number one centre half at a club. You can be honest. You can just say no. I, I can't remember. I was too busy watching the chase that night. But do you remember um, Cho playing for South Korea? I did. did he, you he scored him extensively. He did. He, he scored back post. His back post header was unbelievable. Just hung up and then we attacked. Googled that before we came in. Certainly good. not. I remember. I remember at the time. I thought he looks a smashing player that would <laughs> do Celtic just fine. Uh, no, but he does look good. But uh, whether he's the same type of player as Jakimakis, I couldn't tell you. I don't know if he's got that physicality. About him. And there's nothing that gets us going more in this city. The suggestions that Rangers are are monitoring the player as well, not not to the same extent. And there's no there's no bid there. It's not official. Um, Can I remember the last time that happened? Celtic Rangers. Aye, funny that. Can you remember anybody? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> You'd think we planned that exactly. Honestly. Yeah, what timing for you to come in? We'll yeah. take a breather. His face has gone a bit red. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Good time for you to get involved out there. Let's hear from you, and we'll get you on next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Scott Allen are here. They're taking your calls on 0141-951-1025. Uh, now we're delighted to have Scott. It goes without saying, but you're your, your partner in crime. I've got an update for you from the patient, uh, Gordon Diel. He's obviously had his operation because mm. I noticed during the break it put me off my dinner. Actually, he's uploaded a picture to his Instagram. You know that like was me type like. Is he holding a golf club by any chance? No, because that's all. He it's ever a posts. picture of his leg wrapped right. up in whatever bandages and so on. But what's really disturbing is if you, if you look sort of closely, you can tell. That his big jammy trousers are at his ankles. <laughs> He's pulled them down to take the picture of his legs. So if you look, and it's it, only a select few that's ever seen if that. If you look, and they're not lucky. If you look at where the the, the foot would be, you can oh. see the, the big baggy checked jammy <laughs> trousers <laughs> sort of bumpled round the foot. Oh. Jeez, oh, and you he's know a big what arrow. He... You know they do that, don't uh, yeah, they? Yeah, for surgery, to make big, sure you've got the right leg. The big arrow. I thought we were getting a jeezy peeps off here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that before the end of the show. I'm absolutely certain. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's hear from you, um, Michael. In fact, we've got two Michaels on the line. Let's bring in Michael uh, in our Drossen first. Hi, Michael. How you doing, Gordon? How you doing, Gary? How you doing, Mark and Scott? Hey, what I was saying to the producer Chris here. I watched that boy for South Korea in the World Cup and he was decent to be honest with you, he was very decent. I watched some of the games in the World Cup there with him. So, I did. Yeah, I mean, the story, Mark, is that in terms of putting a bit of meat in the bone, so to speak, the three million bid that we mentioned earlier, um, Sky reporting earlier today that Celtic representatives had been speaking in in London um, with, uh, so it's John Book Hyundai Motors, is his, his current club, and a... Uh, Park Ji Sung, remember? What a player. Well, he's the sporting director of that club at the yeah. moment. So that's who the, the meeting had been, or the discussions had been uh, taking place with. But this one has been... Th- th- this doesn't give you any guarantees, right? But this has been bubbling away since round mm. about the World Cup. Yeah. So 
No one's put an end to it yet There's now It's almost getting That concrete stage Where the, the bid is on the table So we're, we're, we're well beyond The sort of transfer Speculation stage well, here It was almost instant When he scored the goal Joking aside When he did score the, the couple of goals In the World Cup That Then the next day It was Celtic linked well, um, and you just thought, oh, listen, that's just people putting two and two together. But this has rumbled on. Um, but of course, Celtic aren't the only club that are interested. You mentioned Rangers, but is it Mainz in Germany? Maybe putting a similar bid for them as well. So at that stage, it comes down to where the player wants to go or who can offer the most money um, in terms of a weekly salary. Now, Jacques Marcus is. Already made it clear that he thinks he should be on more money So that's where it be- does become interesting And how you balance things up You know, does the Celtic board rate this guy in a weekly wage basis More than what they've got just now That remains to be seen So I think it's it looks like it's fairly close um, And that's why I think if it's going to be done I think in the next week or so It would benefit that, all parties I mean I think there is also There are reports in South Korea That I think it's Minnesota um, In America are interested in their bid Might you know might be the one that Sort of beats everyone else As things stand So yeah. a few moving moving parts there um, Is this something That you maybe Need to come to expect From, from an Ange Postacoglu Celtic team Scott He's actually he's, you know, he's said as much But maybe that idea that you do just get players and if you need to move them on quickly if it's the right time because although everyone's been saying oh maybe we could get more money for Jackie Marcus maybe we could get more money for uh, Juranovic it's still basically bringing someone in doubling them du- you know getting double the fee that you paid for them within a year and a half or whatever and, and then going again and finding the next one yeah I think if you're if you're doubling the money that's what the that's what the Celtic boards are doing in terms of what they bring in and what they get back in terms of Ange Postecoglou with, with Jackie Marcus, I think he's, he's already come out and said about his application when he's, he's not been in the team and through all day, the, the, the transfer rumours has been really good. So sometimes, well, based on uh, Ange Postecoglou's uh, opinion, we know he's going to work hard for the team, he's still going to come on and try and get goals. So, and you never know, he might get a, a better move, which, which he maybe have more options in come summer. Michael, there's also talk you know, about you know who, who leaves, there's talk about Stephen Welsh, for instance. Is it important Celtic cut the numbers, or are other players there that you think you know could could still maybe deserve a chance down the line and are worth keeping? No, I think Stephen Welsh is maybe as much to do. Well, I think he's maybe too. He's just getting to age. You know, maybe he needs to go and play football every week, so he needs to go and look at another club because I don't see him get a chance at Celtic. We'll get four centre backs: Starfield, Vickers, and Kobayashi, and whoever else is there. Yes. But I don't know if Jens is going to sign. He's in loan for a, a, some team in uh, France, I think. Yeah, Mark, and then there's the um, Iwata can apparently play back yeah. there anyway. So yeah. you, what, the numbers game, is it just catching up a bit? Uh, sometimes you just need to look at things and be realistic about it. Like, I've been there myself. I was at Celtic and I just kept seeing international right-backs getting bought and brought in. I was thinking... Ah, you saw them all off. Ah, That's why I had ah, five ah. loan deals in about three years. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Scott, I'll tell you, they, they, once you'd see players coming into your position, you think, obviously the manager doesn't trust me enough to put all his belief in me. Who's, so, the, who's the one that arrived that you thought, oh, right, that's it, that's me? When Lustig arrived, I thought, <laughs> this guy's playing for Sweden every major tournament. And you're um, in Barrafield with the... So Adam Matthews had arrived that summer. And he was kind of vying for me And then Worcester arrived in the January And I thought, ah, oh, that's me is there, is there one that sticks out? Anybody who played number 10 <laughs> 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 Well, 
But who did you have ahead of you? you did I'd Rogic, I'd, I'd Tom ah, Rogic and it was the season but That's not a bad Well Tom had yeah. it came to the fore and the numbers he was producing was Typical. ridiculous You're thinking you're getting the Tom Rogic from the, season bef- <laughs> the seasons before <laughs> yep. And he turns yeah. into the magician all of a sudden uh, Anyway, right, thank you uh, to Michael In fact, I do see a bit more um, a bit more detail in those reports that indeed Minnesota are, are, are looking at the the same South Korean striker that Celtic are as well so that would be one to keep an eye on and uh, news has reached a dark corner of Lanarkshire very quickly I've just had a very oh. insulting message oh. uh, from your, your former colleague he says you are a grade one beep about you uh, yes, that he says fair. because they're Hugo Boss jammies. He says <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely uh, not bought them. So uh, someone's gifted them. Other those. designers are available. That's all that's bothering him. So uh, it's good that he's nothing out. else. Just, out the just that we've just that we've suggested that he might be wearing cheap jammies. That's it. Uh, he's got. Uh, yeah. I text him today just to see if he was up and alive. And he he, he responded mm. in true Gordon yeah, Dale fashion. Uh, right, 01419511025. Got another Michael who's also a Celtic fan on the line. What's your point tonight, Michael? Happy New, happy, happy new Year, boys. You alright, aye? Thank you. Yeah, same to you. Uh, um, what I say, Gordon, is um, I I think Todd Cantwell is a is a good player. He's he's quite a good playmaker. I think you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought like, I was thinking about him for, for Celtic years ago because he reminds me of like a box to box player like Stylian Petrov. Who I greatly adored, really, you know, as a good. I thought he was a cracking player, eh, Castilian. So hold uh, on, this is a guy that's been linked with Rangers, but you you want to hijack this for your own team? I wouldn't mind, like you know, but uh, we've got enough guys anyway in the midfield. But um, as I say, Gordon and Al, uh, Scott Allen and um, Mark, uh, also with regards to a strike the striker uh, thingy, mm-hmm. you know, I quite like look at that guy for Rosenberg because he's looks quite up and coming. Star, do you know what I mean? Which one? Thing, you know, his name's coming. It begins with a T. His surname. I must admit, I've got no idea. See, I, lo- I, I love and I despair about this time in January because Nicholas Bentner. I didn't know that anyone was. I didn't know Celtic were linked with any Rosenborg striker. I don't know even Michael. Know if they are. Obviously, as Michael's I, I, been battering football manager or whatever over the Christmas <laughs> break. I haven't read that. I thought I thought Michael was going to say the boy from Bodo Glimt what was um, the forward's name as well. He was very good against Celtic and there was links there. Um but Todd Cantwell for Celtic a few years ago maybe had he was kind of lighting things up but and I'm starting to feel like people are doing this just because Scott Allen's in the building. Ah, I must admit, yeah, um, look what you've brought. It's, it's like there's, there's, there's not a suggestion of that. If you want to, if you want to go down that route with the, uh, with Cho, right? Fair enough. There's yeah. at least there's a bit of interest there. Apparently, I don't think there is with Todd Cam. Celtic ain't going to sign another midfielder, are they? No, but I think Rangers certainly do need someone in that position. Um, I think that's where they struggle. Now I know Haji is coming back from injury. And, Tom Lawrence and, and as well. Tom Lawrence has been injured. Tillman looks better now, but I don't think you can have enough of these guys that that can, you know, unpick defences. Rangers relied. Too heavily on Ryan Kent on that left hand side for a good couple of years now, and when he's went off the boil, I think they'll look at each other and think who's going to take this responsibility. He might just be the one. But as I said earlier, I think Rangers fans would have wanted something done by now. It's I know Michael Beale came out and he says we're in conversations, and these things do take time. But you only have to look over the city at Ange Postecoglou and his recruitment team, how they got their ducks in a, a, a row right away, and come the first of January. There's three players already in the door and part of the squad and integrated. So 
you would think Rangers would get a, a wee bit of a move on I don't think there's enough I don't think we can start a should Celtic pinch Todd Cantwell debate Scott I don't think we can but um, he will be an interesting one if he does indeed come to Rangers to, to Scotland such promise such a you know highly regarded team and um, maybe just had a tough time of it recently looking to kick start somewhere yeah well I think with, with players like uh, with Cantwell that as Mark says They can unlock defences I've watched him in uh, A few Premier League games When he when he kind of Broke in and Like you said Lit it up he, He'd definitely got something But there is There's Tillman There's Lawrence And to come from Norwich To Rangers To really take that task Of being the, the talisman It's going to be a It's a big ask yeah. The one thing When you mention Lawrence here It's kind of similar You know Coming to Rangers And when he You know A couple of his early games He looked the real standout And then he's obviously been injured for a while So it can be done Big pressure this man To the left of me I'll know all about that When you go to Celtic and Rangers And you have to be the creator It's okay for me You know I went as a I, defender I, I, And it's I fine when you, when you when you talk about Bringing these players into it When you watch Rangers They don't really play Into the areas for To get the best out of that type of player They rely heavily Like you said Ryan Kent And your, your two fullbacks Putting crosses in the box So Is that something they'd maybe look to is that why you would look to address that then if you're Michael Beale? Yeah, but you would need to kind of change the style that they've played with for, a, for the last two or three seasons under under all managers and that's getting crosses in the box to then change that and want to play through through the heart of teams. It's, it is a, something they would need to look at. I know it was only a friendly mark, but just the very first time we saw Michael Beale's Rangers was that by Leverkusen game and they, were, they, play, they did play really narrow and he said that that's something they were going to look to do, whether they've maybe pulled away from it slightly just to, to get through a difficult... Um, you know, run a fixture yeah. Maybe maybe that is the idea Eventually I think personnel dictates Obviously how you play I think Bill looks At his squad just now Looks who he's got In the, the physio room And probably thinks that Yeah, that's the way I want to play But If you've got Key players Out injured And you can't play that way Then you have to Play to your strengths now They're getting by With playing With Kent off one side And Sakala The next And they're getting success from it But I think Bill will change I think he will change his his approach I don't think he'll go With out and out wingers I think he likes Kent Coming in closer I think he likes Whoever's on the right Coming in closer To that central striker If that's going to be Cholak, Morelos Or another I think that'll be The way forward Probably next season Once he gets a full Pre-season in To work with these guys What do you think Rangers fans Todd Cantwell Is that one you'd like To see happen Pick up the phone And let us know 01419511025 Just before we let you go Michael With your, your Celtic hat on what do you think of You've you've identified a mystery Rosenborg striker Which is fine Do, do you think Jackie Marcus will leave Do you want him to leave Or how do you see it all Panning out Jim um, Marcus He did like Like Mark was saying earlier He did come on To a good game But at first If I'm really honest I didn't really rate him um, As such Because For me He wasn't up to much I don't think he was up to much But then he came on to a game And he started scoring goals And I thought Alright okay He's looking good, you know what I mean? So and he saved us in a couple of matches as well, which was magic. So it didn't seem I, to take him that long, though, I, th- did it? I think coming to Celtic as a striker with the number seven yeah. shot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot pressure. of pressure, yes, to then get going. So I think that's a bit harsh, but uh, he's definitely he came to the four since. Yeah. I think the Al- was it Alwa away in the cup, remember? He, he scored the one at the near post and that really kinda kick started him because remember <laughs> Hugh 
Hugh just had him written off by that time And you know what Sounds he has like a, something a, he might do See to be fair to Hugh at that time he, he probably had an argument And Michael's just backed that up But I think a lot of Celtic fans looked up and thought mm, that Scott said they're number seven Maybe the pressure Can too he much be the next Nadir Chief G? You know that's that the sort of burden that, that goes on <laughs> I'm you? convinced if Nadir came back He'd be It'd still be a good this player This is a long running I'm bearing in mind adjusting to how What Postacoglu wants from his players yeah. as well So there's a, yeah, lot, yeah, of, there's a yeah. lot of things in there Okay, right, good time for you to get in touch out there 01419511025 Let's hear from you Come on, look, if, if nothing sums up the transfer window it would Michael's colleague has thrown a player in we weren't even aware of And that's not to say he's not right It's not like we uh, know what we're talking about that much So 01419511025 Throw in your suggestions Or give us your reaction to the, the names that are already out there Call in now, we'll try and get you on next This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard You have the choice of Mark Wilson or Scott Allen To put your point towards Of course they can both join in on 01419511025 And we are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB It's Tuesday night Maybe you've got some lingering thoughts From the Premiership card at the weekend If you do feel free to share them Um, Maybe tentatively as well Start looking forward To the League Cup semis This weekend Celtic Kilmarnock on Saturday Rangers Aberdeen on Sunday And the one thread That is going to Hold it all together For the next couple of weeks Is the transfer window So any thoughts On any targets Rumour Speculation Suggestion Get them all into us Right now On 0141 951 1025 Alan is a Rangers fan on I mean we've been talking about Todd Cantwell Alan what what do, what do Rangers need in this window what are you wanting I would like to see us uh, signing a wide right player yeah. I was saying to your producer earlier there that one that springs to mind for me if it could be a goer would be Ahmad Diallo getting back to Rangers because he's setting the heather and fire down in the championship with Sunderland I was wondering what you lads think of that. Just just straight away, all it does for me, Mark, is tell you how quick football changes. <laughs> the guy I, was getting yeah. hounded uh, at some points last season, but to be fair, Alan's right. He's having a fantastic time of it with Sunderland. He certainly is. And sometimes clubs just fit certain players, and sometimes clubs with bigger expectations are just too much for certain players. Now, I get Diallo was young, he was at, at Rangers. You know when there was maybe people ahead of him in the pecking order, the the good European run, but he just he just didn't do it. I mean, I think the only time was at up at Dingwall where was, his, well, that was, was his that his debut? debut? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he we I think watched that, him. I think did he not then have a couple of flashes towards the end of the season as well? It was that middle period, and I, that's I, the most important period, Gordon. Yeah. That middle period, he had to establish himself in so the side. It's so quick, isn't it? And that's yeah. the point. You're then at a time when, let's be honest, I mean, Europe was good, but. Domestic, the Rangers weren't in a good time Generally, there was a lot happening And you've got a young guy And very quickly yeah, So you can, look, you can look at it both ways A young player coming into that situation Could find it difficult Or you look at it the other way That he's been brought in alone To make Rangers better And that was a time for him to really Take his opportunity and become a fan's favourite And he certainly didn't do the latter there So, yes, he's having a good season I don't think Rangers would go back into that market I do agree with Alan though uh, that, that right hand side For Rangers You know Sakala's doing okay just now Scott Wright In and out But I don't know if he's ever Going to hold in a place It's a kind of gate and hole On that side Just logistically Don't want to burst Alan's bubble too much Scott But I mean 
Yeah, he is on loan at Sunderland. I don't think that's just suddenly going to get cut into then loan at Rangers. And if if he is, st- remember he had a big price tag on his head anyway, and now he's doing well in the Championship. I I, I don't really know how that move would would ever come about, other than that he's uh-huh. been at Rangers before. Yeah, I think even from the player's perspective, that he'll look at he's learned from his experience. He's good and bad last year. Obviously, going in the run. I think personally he would have liked to have a bigger impact I think the fans would have wanted that as well Coming off the bench even uh, Considering we've seen the, the attributes that he possesses in, in the last few months So I just I think I think there must be someone else out there Who could who could come in and, and do, do better Do you look back on that with a bit of of regret Alan Or is, you know, I guess there's nothing to say He would have been able to stay at Rangers anyway I don't know the, the ins and outs of his his personal circumstance Was he, was he written off a bit quickly? Well, as I say, he's matured slightly more than when he was there. He was possibly maybe a wee tad too young. Coming to a team like Rangers and Celtic, you know, it's, it's no easy for a young lad. Uh, I know he came from Manchester United, but he didn't really get much of a shot there. But just I think, I've seen him on television this season, and mm-hmm. he's been absolutely outstanding. Yeah, I mean, the Sunderland fans seem to love him, Mark. Tony Mowbray, a man you know well, hmm. is a good, um, seems to be a good fit for him, but... Yeah, I wonder if that's just a, a name that will be consigned to Scottish football's past. Yeah, but listen, I kind of see him back up here. Um, Alan saying he's matured a bit. Maybe, I mean, it was only well, what, seven months ago. So how much can you mature in that time? Well, you get clubs that just fit you. You get a manager that can sometimes drag the best out of you that others don't. And that's, I'm not having a go at Van Bronckhorst. It's just, you react differently. Dial might have been going through a tough period in his private. Who mm. knows? How it didn't work for him at Rangers Working for him now at Sunderland But like you say Gordon That one's never going to be ripped up Beal's not going to say By the way I'm going to give this guy another chance I think Michael Beal will have fresh ideas His own ideas Who he's going to get into that position And it might not be an out and out winger We were just chatting about it He might have something different That he wants someone to play closer to his central striker And that might be a Cantwell Or that might just be waiting for a Hadji or a Lawrence to get back fit The thing about wanting Rangers to sign a right winger Scott Is you could play that call back from about the last 10 transfer windows it feels like It feels like Groundhog Day Every time we have a discussion at a transfer window That's what gets mentioned Yeah well we've had, they've had a stable right back now for about 6-7 years uh, As a position uh, we know they need to strengthen Is there anything in the, in the youth system coming through? I think Lowry's been hovering about now for a few months We all know uh, especially in Scottish football with the ability he's got but we've not seen him have a run of games to, to kind of showcase what he, he could possibly do maybe that's because the manager and previous managers have seen what, what he's like in training or, or maybe something isn't isn't quite there but I think it's de- there's definitely been a lot of talk about Alex Rowe in terms of ability to possess and he's not he's not had a run of games um, Alan if it isn't to be the, the right winger that you're after maybe do you get the feeling Michael Beale is after something more central if we're talking Todd Cantwell There was Tom Davis' name mentioned as well Does that suggest to you He's looking for, for midfield options? Gordon what you've got to remember Is the two players that are due to come back uh, Lawrence and Hadji Who are number 10s And you've got Tillman in there as well Cantwell I'm not so sure It, it could be a decent signing But he's not done much in the last 18 months really I just, I'm not so sure about that I'm really not so sure about that Like players that sign for our big clubs Mark They always fit into different profiles Without stating the obvious You just know where you are in the food chain You're, you're not getting a finished article mm-hmm. From from England So you're, you might, you may be either getting someone um, Who is wanting to come up on loan And further themselves Maybe you look at the English Championship market Has been 
successful for some of our big clubs in the past Or maybe someone like Todd Cantwell Who full of promise For whatever reason has had a tough time And then looking to kick start Yeah it lost his way um, What you need is the right manager, right coach Just touching on it there with Diallo to, to coach certain players who have lost their way I think Beal seems in the face of it To be that guy who would take time to to help a player better understand the game Maybe that's what Campbell needs Maybe he, maybe he needs a big club like Rangers To, to get the best out of him Who knows But look, all I know about him is That when he broke on the scene Like me and Scott were chatting about earlier He looked a real player And he's played at a very high level For a young A youngish player So It wouldn't be the worst move I've ever seen um, And I think Rangers could be doing With reinforcements in that area Suppose the big question would be Does he have a Better head of hair than Scott Allen. Do you know what I mean? Then that Ooh. would be the. No, no, maybe no. Maybe that's why he's not keen on the idea. No, what like... do you ask for at the at the barbers when you go there? This guy doesn't go Same to again, barber. mate. <laughs> Same <laughs> again, mate. Take, take a wee bit. Up. You don't go to the bar. Oh, you'll go Come to a hairdresser, wouldn't you? Somewhere more sophisticated. It's a bit in between. I'm sure. Code of barbers. Code barbers. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to get his next haircut for free. He's giving shout outs and everything. Can, is that a barbers? Code barbers oh, Code barbers Right but Where is the, the barber is a trained hairdresser Other hairdressers oh, are Odinston available and Code's the best Odinston oh. and Deniston <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Listen it'll take more than that To fix yours Trust me um, Yeah No you, you do just wonder Mark If that is one I love, We had a bit of fun with it last night Hugh um, As always very cynical Michael Beale Said at the weekend You know Don't want to talk about Specific targets But I remember Playing against Todd Cantwell When he was <laughs> Liverpool under 23 Oh he was brilliant What a player a great, a great start to his career And maybe wanting to ignite it Somewhere yeah. so Yeah that, That's quite unusual And we've chatted about Bill saying about These three players He spoke to uh, Usually that's kept quiet But I think he's wanting The Rangers fans to to know that he's actively pursuing players That's the way of getting it out but he, did, he did say I hope That he hopes the Rangers fans are as excited about the names he's talking to As he is Scott So he sounds, he sounds quite optimistic about it we'll See what happens Yeah well I think Michael will be it's, it's obviously his first transfer window How much money he's going to be given we don't know But I think in terms of He'll know the quality of players that are going about the country And what ones you can maybe Maybe nick for uh, a cut price And it can impact the team it's, It definitely does need fresh blood that we spoke on and, and they're going to need to finish the season strongly Because they'll Most likely have a, a European title uh, Prepare for next next year I suppose Mark It would be a great way to Ingratiate yourself with the, the Rangers support Not saying that he needs to But if most people are saying to, The league's over right So can Michael Beal win the league? Probably not Can he make it a bit more uncomfortable? Maybe that's the opinion we tend to get The cups are there See if you could also just have a really impressive transfer window Can yeah. instill that belief that yeah. You can spot a player You can recruit a player And wait to the summer And we'll do it again It would maybe just Boost the sort of optimism I think levels. you're totally right I think when you look Across the city Postacoglu Came in Nobody knew much about him But what they did know Come September That he made a couple of good signings Particularly Kyogo He reinforced that in January When he made What two or three more signings That just took off So I think for a manager If you get those Initial transfers right Then you're off to off to a winner And then you get the trust Of course for the guys upstairs Because it goes to summer And they go By the way He got three or four right in January We'll back him all the way Thank you Alan My apologies I didn't realise we were running so late That was Alan and Crawford Let's move on to this Beat 
the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. It's beat the pundit time. Could this be a beat the pundit debut Hope for Scott so. Allen? So. I think you've been in this studio before. You watched it happen. Yep. You, you were just you were just a, a spectator on that occasion, weren't you? A spectator for Andy that, that mm, night. And he's good. He knows his stuff. I must admit, Mark's not quite as good. Huh? Um, well, what do you mean? It's just the truth. I've started the year strongly. Played one. One, 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 one on a dodgy yeah. tie break yeah. Hugh Keevens lost last night incidentally So it's been a good start to the week for the listeners 01419511025 And it could be you who plays Beat the Pundit next Get your calls in before 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Scott Allen are here We're one hour in Scott Allen hasn't left yet Hasn't run out You haven't scared them off So it's good that he's still uh, hanging around We'll see how we get on between now and 8 o'clock We've been talking transfers So any thoughts uh, you want uh, on Todd Cantwell Perhaps Rangers Cho uh, potentially coming to Celtic And anything else that's out there Do get your thoughts in And uh, of course I'm sure we'll stumble upon Another couple of talking points on top of that Between now and 8 o'clock But in the meantime, let's do this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Right, Beat the Pundit time Will it be the seasoned veteran Mark Wilson or the debutante Scott Allen, Kenny and Hamilton Certainly be playing, how's it going Kenny? Very good, thank you. How are we? Good, thanks. You're not daft, Kenny. You're phoning, hoping that it's going to be tails, hoping that it's Scott Allen and that his bottle crashes, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> At least he's honest. <laughs> Just to try and make him feel worse. Well, we'll talk that. Scott always tell me During the break He's a bit of a quizzer A quizzer Aye I think you'll be alright at this Just just to put even more pressure on you well, Just get a feeling Time will tell Time will tell Selected Heads it is Mark And tails it will be Scott Allen And it is tails Scott oh! and Kenny Yes Good luck Scott uh, And if you believe that was tails You'll believe anything <laughs> I, I would never do that I would never uh, Producer Callum keeps us on a, a tight leash So what we do Scott here Is give you some Clyde 2 to listen to Whilst Kenny completes the questions Alright So you'll hear from me uh, In the not too distant future Kenny 30 seconds I'm sure you've heard the drill before Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know the answer Okay Sure Let's go then 30 seconds starts now Name either Celtic player Who scored a hat-trick Against Dundee United this season Pass What nationality's Former Rangers goalkeeper Lionel Letizzi Oh my god uh, French Who's the most recently appointed manager across the SPFL? Recently appointed uh, pass. Name any Scottish Premiership side that's conceded six or more penalties this season Dundee United Okay let's bring back Scott Can you hear us? Are you ready? My turn now You're ready? How are the nerves? Here we go <laughs> Uh, I'm a bit nervous I'm not going to lie <laughs> right. You'll be fine, You'll be fine. Yeah, Breathe Breathe And remember if you don't know You can pass Okay. Pass quickly and move on That's the, the aim Ready? Yep I'm worried about him You might need to carry him out of here Let's go He'll be alright Name either Celtic player Who scored a hat-trick Against Dundee United This season Jackie Marcus What nationality's Former Rangers goalkeeper Lionel Letizzi French. Who's the most recently appointed manager across the SPFL? Uh, pass. Name any Scottish Premiership side that's conceded six or more penalties this season. 
Livingston Which SPFL team Play their home games At Bayview Bayview East Fife Okay 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 What's the verdict Kenny? I possibly picked me up How <laughs> <laughs> How were the nerves? I thought you seemed nervous I must admit Am I mind bent blank? That's the question That's never good We can't afford blank minds ah, I wish people could have seen his eyeballs They were okay. just They were just I, going I feel like I was looking at Mark for an answer <laughs> That's not going to help you Believe me uh, Let's find out the damage Name either Celtic player Who scored a hat-trick Against Dundee United this season You had the choice of Leal Labada Or Kyogo So you didn't get it But neither did Kenny So it's nil-nil Lionel Letizzi was French You Good got shout. it So did Kenny One each Ooh. Gonna kick yourself here I might kick you for this Who is the most recently Appointed manager In the SPFL Michael Bionna No 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 Marvin Bartley Oh my Oh so I would have Friend said Paul Hartley <laughs> Friend of the show On tomorrow night You told me earlier You spoke to him on the phone About uh-huh. his new job yesterday oh. Aye Marvin if you're listening We are so sorry But we'll speak to you tomorrow about it So it's one each um, Name any Scottish Premiership side That's conceded six penalties Or more This season Aberdeen and St Mirren Have conceded eight Eight We never get calls on here To say that there's, a, there's an anti-Aberdeen <laughs> Conspiracy It's weird that We never get that um, Hibs have conceded seven and Livy have conceded six Scott Allen gets what it What a guess guys. He goes 2-1 in front uh, the SPFL team who play at Bayview is East Fife. A 3-1 victory. What was all the fuss? Hard lines, Kenny. <laughs> no worries. Thanks. Well done, Scott. Oh, yeah, Kenny sounds like a nice guy, though, that uh, doesn't mind. Rubbish, that Scott just... I feel like Scott needed a victory. I think he... Scott put him away. He would have gone for the last hour. He would have got <laughs> nothing out of him. It was easy. If he had lost I that. think they'd put a plant in there, Scott, for you. I don't... Kenny... Hold on a minute Easy We asked him who the most recently appointed manager A former teammate <laughs> He spoke to him on the phone this afternoon And he still couldn't get that it right poor, That was a poor You know what It must be that position The Gordon Dale position Just wore off It's hopeless if aye, you're over in that aye. corner uh, Kenny I know you're a Rangers fan Kenny We've been talking You know transfers and so on Todd Cantwell What, what are you thinking about the business That needs done? Uh, they're certainly needing A wee bit of Something Up the, the wings I would I believe Uh Defence has obviously been very ropey of late. Uh, I I think that we're quite we're needing a wee bit of bolstering throughout the squad. I think the strikers, you know, Alfredo Morelos potentially. I don't know if anybody will take him at the minute, but if he does go, we definitely need a bit more strike force. Uh, Todd Cantwell, I mean, looks a a good young promising player to be fair. Whether we bring him in or not It's another story I think part of the Difficulty If you can call it That Mark is predicting Not so much when Players come back from injury But how Because like we said If you've got If you've got a fully fit Fully firing Top of their form Tom Lawrence And Yanis Hadji Added on to the midfielders That are there That's one thing But maybe Tom Lawrence Takes a bit longer I know he, I think he is He's more longer term Maybe they don't come back Maybe they don't hit yeah. top form yeah. Similarly and Kenny, you know, he's had these problems at the back. But if John Souter's now meant to be back fit, if he's back fit and stays fit, and Leon King's still there, and so is Hollander and Davies, and then somewhere down the line, Hollander comes back as well, then yeah. then you don't need to sign. But that it's a difficulty yeah. being a manager because you can never second guess what's going to happen. Scott and I have, uh, have been there that you think you're fully fit, you've done all your rehab, and you go in, and because you've not been used to that high intensity, you end up. 
you know, pulling something else and you're out for a bit and then the manager's like, well, what's going on here? So Michael Beale finds himself in that position. He has the sticker twist. Now, he alluded to it last week where he says, I like players being fit, so... Don't be injured for a long time Good advice I, I wouldn't have liked to have heard that advice Because <laughs> I was constantly injured But uh, You know for guys like John Souter I said last week I don't know if that was aimed at him Because his longer term I think that's guys who Keep picking up these niggling injuries And maybe think they need an extra Week to get back So You just never know Rangers have got a big squad But they just can't get them on the pitch At the one time So maybe it's not as bad as everyone thinks You've got Roof as well People kept saying, oh, once Roof back, but Roof's not played a lot of football over this past year. So how's he going to come back? Then does the striker, does Bill need another striker if he's fit? I think the key thing is Roof is coming back and being right to the to the standard that you want to be at as a player. Yeah, what yeah. the manager's demanding of you. Uh, Kamar, I, I know Kamar really well. I played with him at West Brom. Uh, he was coming through. He was, he was actually a right winger. We were coming through at West Brom and a really good one at that. Yeah. So for me to see him striker, he's totally adapted to his game, but he used to play there every week, tricky tricky mm-hmm. winger with a final ball and an eye for goal. But I think the, the main thing we touch on there is coming back and getting to it as quick as you can and at the demands of your manager. It's not as easy as what people think sometimes. Yeah, thanks Kenny. It was nice to have you. That was Kenny from Hamilton, 01419511025. If you were on your way to the big SPFL Trust Trophy quarter final between Dundee and Dunfermline, turn around. It's been off, called off quite it? late, I must say. Why? Um, waterlogged pitch. You joking? Have you been out there? Oh, in the last uh, week, it's been raining. And it's it? been chucking it down. Uh, I don't know what the weather's like in Dundee. Presumably as bad, if not worse, than it is around here. And uh, yeah, five, oh, about seven o'clock. I think that was called off, which is um, yeah, fairly not tight for ideal. fans that are are travelling on the road. Is it not? It oh. is. It is indeed. Um, do you know what? <laughs> that this, I feel like I can't go any further because it's just been on my mind all day. Scott Allen was asked to come in here at the weekend This is completely unrelated It's just a happy coincidence Please tell me you've heard the clip from our Broth TV <laughs> That's doing the rounds on social media Go on, play How it, good is it Are you going to play Do it? Do you just feel like in the last couple of years Club TV, obviously it started with the pandemic And everyone was streaming games And it's really come into its own You think of some of the moments that it's created for us You know like when the Hamilton Aki's commentator Had to nip away to go <clears throat> to the yeah. you, know, you know the one I'm not allowed to say that word Producer Callum banned me from saying it um, And just th- these little gems yeah. that, that you, you pick up every now and then Was there not Was it the Inverness Club TV It started following the linesman's bald head That's with, right We because... confused it for the ball <laughs> yeah. When you were at Breakin, right. the camera was following, following a, the rat. A rat was going on the on a, advertising, on board. advertising board. Had quick on the players. So the latest is this viral sensation. Do you happen to know these gentlemen by name, Scott? No, no? I don't. I don't. So this is our. Both, I'm going to find out for sure. TV, and just if you could sum up Scottish football <laughs> or 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 broth as a place within six seconds, this is what it would sound like. Big men are up from the back. El Mahani right foot whips it. Oh, cheesy peeps, man! Cheesy peeps, man! Become <laughs> such a scene from that neck of the woods. We're ten days in, and that is the saying of the year in Scottish football. <laughs> they had another clip oh, to go with that as well, didn't they? Peeps, man! Did you deliberately leave off the the next the next bit, producer Callum? I just wasn't sure if how you felt about the p word to describe when you when you lose heavily in a football match. Oh, brilliant! Amazing. Amazing I, I know. Oh jeezy peeps man <laughs> see, as, I think we should see more of that on our mainstream TV <laughs> That they should just allow club TV commentators to commentate at the weekend on the I'm big gonna, games I think I'm going to keep that right. You know how on a Saturday <laughs> when a goal goes in I play and it goes goal flash And I've yeah. got VAR flash 
I'm just going to keep that So that when anyone makes A rubbish point Or maybe a bad answer On beat the pundit Or the teaser Oh jeezy peeps man <laughs> How many people Do you think have said that Out loud today oh, Magnificent <laughs> Magnificent And, and I take know. it What it just means like Oh my goodness Well, well that, an old pal Stevie Campbell You know Stevie Campbell Stevie, Stevie Campbell, Campbell He was on manager. the show A couple of weeks ago He said that all the time My assistant at breaking So had you Now as an Arbroath player Had you heard that saying Before oh. now before that clip Yeah it was straight in the group chat <laughs> No I mean, I mean like before this video though No It's not regularly no. said you never heard that yeah, Dundee no, United I, I'd heard it from Stevie Campbell Remember Stevie, He was my youth go. team manager He said it every <laughs> two minutes So he did Especially when he was at breaking We were getting battered every week <laughs> Oh jeezy peeps man <laughs> 01419511025 Get your calls in We've plunged We've plunged to new depths already uh, Let's bring in Stephen He's a Motherwell fan From Cambus Lang I think you and I are going to need to uh, have a bit of a heart-to-heart here, Stephen. Take it away. I've been saying a lot worse than DJ Peeps was. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it clean. But no, uh, before we get into that point, I want to say the before that, I don't. I still think that Stevie Hamill is the man for the job. I think that he's been left a poor squad by uh, the man that was in charge before him. But I think he does have to take a bit of responsibility. For the team selection at the weekend, um, Connor Shields, I mean, he's played 43 games for Motherwell, scored two goals and three assists, and he's been playing on the wing, and they're no good stats at all. I think I know centre-backs with better stats than that in the league. And um, speaking of centre-backs, they've been costing us goals um, all season, and we've got a guy, Shane Blaney, that we've just brought in, whether he's match fit or not. He starts on the bench on Sunday, and I just wonder... Um, whether he should have started to see the man of the goals that we lost um, and when in dire need of signings and I know it's so easy when you're in the position that we're in in January sitting 10th on the table when a relegation scrap for, for the looks of things but uh, for me we need somebody with a wee bit of dig in the midfield we need somebody up front and we need another defender basically we need a strength but apart from that <laughs> Ah, yeah. um, oh, Mark. I mean, I don't know why you made me do it. It was reliving it. You you watched the goals back um, when we were in the office before coming on. It's not looking great. I think that's an understatement. Well, you got to start with the defence. Stephen mentioned that. If you're in trouble and you're going through a bad stage, well, the first the first port of call is try to keep the ball at the back of the net. And then Motherwell on Sunday. Were horrific Seeing some of the goals They lost uh, Just basic errors um, You know Defenders crossing each other Which you should just never do And then just leaving Nesbitt The freedom of her part To tuck a few away So They need to get that sorted Stephen's right he's, Motherwell have made a sign In centre half Now he might not Be up to scratch yet But I bet the fans hope He is after Sunday's performance but just going forward, he's right with Connor Shields. Just not worked. Whipped at half time, did he, on Sunday? Um, playing off the right, maybe not his position, but needs to offer better. And then with Van Veen, Van Veen, sometimes you get a player who looks like he could go on to the next level. Sometimes you get a player that looks like he would rather just be in the house with slippers on because he doesn't want to run about. So Stevie Hamill, I believe he should get, get time. I, I'm firmly in that camp. Same as Stephen, but he needs. Players, he needs reinforcements, and I just wonder where he's he's going to go in this window because Stephen touched that he needs so many positions to fill. I think Penny on one side looks good, and you've got right back cover on the other side. Well, the Penny's rest of the alone, team, I think, due to come to Rendo in January, is it? Yeah, oh well, last, that's last a problem. And well, where you're sitting in the table to attract players, and maybe the players you yeah. want is 
Is a big obstacle Ugh, We know you with your, your Hibs allegiances You'd have been gleeful at the result But um, I'm partly going to blame your pal Andy Halliday Because he keeps telling us that Every time he plays against Motherwell He's no, they're, they're, they're actually a good team They're, they're, they're fine, they'll be fine they're, they're a good team I'm Not to doubt them But 20 games gone And uh, 10 from the table And one win and goodness knows how many Cheesy peeps Just about <laughs> sums it up <laughs> Scott, yeah, it's, it's, now now's the time to start to start picking up wins and getting a run together. Uh, on the flip side of that, you look at the position Hibs were in getting into that game the other day. They're, they're now only a win off climbing the table when they've got such doom and gloom for for the last month or so. So it is it's one of them. Whatever team decides to go on a run mm. and gets the players in, maybe they're looking for and gets that uh, a bit of momentum that they need. Then they're going to move up the table. But if if, you, if Mullable can't pick up wins it's going, to, it's going to be a slog to end of the season Is that ultimately where your sympathy Stephen or understanding for the manager comes from You ultimately just don't believe the squad's actually that good So you, you're not holding it against him too much For not getting more of a tune out of him Yeah he came in uh, before the first game of the season So he didn't have much time in August uh, to get his players in He found a German Matt Penny Who I think has been the second best left back in the week behind Greg Taylor this season and they answer your question Gordon it's 1-1-12 uh, but, but to touch on Van Veen I think when you see when Joe Edwards was in the squad and when he had Tony Watt about him at the start of last season when he's got players that are mobile around about him it elevates his game so that's something that we need to look for um, in January I know it's going to be fine and hopefully we can get Joe Edwards uh, back as soon as possible I know Kane Willoughby's been released for his club in Turkey whether that's an option that the club might explore I don't know but uh, we need to get mobile players up front I would start McKinsey I would bring Tierney into the team because as well I know we're missing a bit of digs we've not replaced Alan Campbell but also we didn't have enough runners um, running beyond Kevin Van Veen on Saturday breaking the uh, backside to get in the box if you like so um, but I think if you bring Tierney into the squad and you bring McKinsey in then it's a start yeah, I mean, Mark, I suppose maybe that's the size of, or the potential size of the task in January, because you and Stephen mentioned Kevin Van Veen. So if, if there are areas of the team at, at Motherwell where Stephen says, we need to sign players that are going to be first choice in that position, a, a first choice centre-back, a first choice man who's going to dig the midfield, whatever, you probably also need to sign even a second choice striker just to be there just to exist because at the moment if Kevin Van Veen isn't on form or he's carrying a knock or whatever there is quite literally no one else yeah. Louis Moult again the injury Didn't situation work, yeah. hasn't worked so if Kevin Van Veen is not on it you've got or he's injured even worse you've got, there's nothing there well players need other players to push them to get the best out of them I, I think with the look of Van Veen just now he knows that there's nobody there that's going to come in and take his place so you know he could give any performance he wants um, again I do agree with Stephen though that he is a mobile he does need players run about him to run off him um, pick up that second ball or create chances for him and you'll get the best out of Van Veen I'm surprised McKinstry is not on the, on the side I, I, I heard the team on Sunday and I thought, why is, why is he not playing? Every time I've seen the boy, he looks like a player. It's a bit slight sometimes, but he still looks like a creative force. Well, is, for that the, is that the easy option? Because we're there on the table, that the creative player drops out the squad. We see it a lot you'll, within, well, within I know myself. You'll know well. yourself. Sometimes that's it. And then on the flip side, Van Veen is the, the biggest goal mm. for it. So if he doesn't play, there is nobody else. Mm. Anywhere else is there, is there goals coming from midfield? There's not. So there is, there is problems there. Is that the frustrating thing, Stephen? Because he... Talk about cutting Stevie Hamill some slack. Kevin Van Veen will get stick for 
maybe times in the game where he's not in the right area or he's looking lackadaisical or missing chances but then if you take his goals or his play out the team it would be a whole lot worse wouldn't it? He's got the most goals most doubles completed most touches in the opposition box most shots and targets so he's doing his job um, we just need to get people around about him and the defence needs to buck up their ideas because if we keep conceding goals the way that we're conceding goals I'm not naive enough to think that we can't go down it's happened to Hibs it's happened to Hearts and it's happened to Dundee United so I'm not um, I'm not letting the fact that we've been in the league for 38 years mask the fact that we, that we might go down this season Great, you've really cheered me up Thanks Stephen <laughs> That was Stephen In Canvas Lang On 01419511025 Any other disgruntled Motherwell fans You're more than welcome Anyone else who wants to change Topic, change theme Talk about something else entirely Feel free 01419511025 Something a bit different for you This week It's ridiculous And it involves you Mark Wilson Do you know where I'm heading with this yet? I think so You and your Pumping partner iron. Your Indeed <laughs> You and your partner in crime Gordon DL You've been down at Factory Weights Glasgow's yes. premier home and commercial gym equipment oh, supplier No probably. less Yeah. Um, things that you never ever wanted to see Is these two <laughs> in their gym wear Lifting weights But that is the reality of it There's a wee video over at Clyde SSB on Twitter And basically all this week We're giving you the chance to win £250 to spend At Factory Weights Actually a really good prize And a perfect time of year for it I must admit I wouldn't mind being uh, the recipient of that either So what's happening Gordon and Mark Head to head uh, In the showroom On some strength And endurance challenges All you have to do Is guess who wins The daily challenge For your chance To scoop up the prize It just takes a minute or two It's a bit of fun What you do is You call us right now On 01419511025 We bring two callers on One of you Will be represented by Mark One will be represented by Gordon And the winning pundit Wins you The £250 You can go to Clyde1.com Social media cha- channels uh, and see the video But you have till the end of this break to call So let's hear from you Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Scott Allen are here It's 01419511025 To get your football point across And please do We're talking transfers uh, We've had a very unhappy Motherwell fan on the line Just before the break as well So anything else you've got for us now is the time The lines for the Factory Weights competition Are closed though um, Bit of fun We're just doing this week Something a bit out of the ordinary uh, Let's give it a go tonight Shall we So the deal is Mark Wilson Look at him Fine Chiselled specimen yeah, of a man yeah, Scott yeah, Allen Yeah a lot of people do uh, Yeah no one ever um, <laughs> so, <laughs> You're laughing at You gave me a cracking intro as well for the run. Uh, Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Have been down at Factory Weights Glasgow showroom They've been going head to head And it all ends in Someone out there One of you lot uh, winning £250 to spend at Factory Weights every night this week I keep saying it but it is so true At this time of the year You've absolutely overindulged on the mince pies The pigs in blankets The celebrations, miniature heroes, Rosie's Quality Street What's the best out of them? What's top wee my oh, wife for this argument last night? Oh, Heroes Sure? Yeah okay. Heroes is the Cadbury's one isn't it? Indeed Ah, Heroes, 100% Right, okay. <laughs> Obviously, just, you don't agree. I just think you've caused a lot of arguments out there in Glasgow and the West. But is that the one with the cream egg in it? Aye. Ah, see, Go that's the best. Well. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Controversial. We'll you maybe... got a bounty in the other one. Maybe we'll see, it's a bounty. Let's see if we're really struggling for calls. We'll get back to that right, later on. <laughs> Quite like that we conversation. Can a, we can have a bit of a, a debate about it. But we've got two callers on the line. On line A, we've got Mark from Chapel Hall. How's it going, Mark? I'm fine. Good man. And on line B, James from East Kilbride. How's it going, James? 
I'm good, fine, yes Now I don't want to shame either of you I've never seen you I don't know what shape you're in But could you be doing with £250 To spend at factory weights? Oh, most definitely <laughs> <laughs> At least they're honest yeah. Do you know what I mean? At least they are honest Right, so line A Mark in Chapel Hall You were first through um, Which means you get to choose Which pundit is going to represent you tonight I can tell you tonight It is a bench press challenge I'm so glad I've never seen this The horror uh, Mark who would you like Who do you think has got more in their locker Wilson or DL Oh I'll need to go for Mark Wilson I think Everybody picks you Everybody's picking you <laughs> How is that even a debate? With the one leg He's got a This is the thing that Gordon loves the gym He's at the gym he'll every day to the quick When he hears this He loves a cafe mate At the gym James <laughs> I hate to tell you But you're stuck With the Dazzler I don't know how that makes you feel Oh I know He'll win it He's back in his man Good on you James so, Do you know what you, you two are so sneaky right Because this has been set up perfectly I was hoping We were going to get to embarrass you And laugh At what weight you lifted But it doesn't tell you You just had to do A set amount of reps Oh it was heavy 30 set. Aye. Aye. You would say that wouldn't I you I was Aye You've got five 60 kilo Five on each side I bet you No 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 It was big nah, weights I'd, Big I'd, weights mean dads no. only pump big weights I don't I don't believe that for a second So Weights I said the, um, that, was the, the, that was the deal It was how many reps you could do In 30 seconds So Mark on the line is going for you yeah. James is stuck with uh, the Dazzler So here's the Right this is where it gets tense Mark Wilson This is where you can tell us right I'm going to reveal to the audience mm-hmm. That Gordon DL Managed 29 reps in 30 seconds So all of you who doubted him Now I don't know what the weight was, yeah, that was There was maybe nothing on the, Maybe nothing on the bar how many did you get? Oh. 30! <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mark! <laughs> oh, you've just, the poor guy's lying. He's in his surgical oh, stockings. God, I can he's care got less. his Hugo Boss jammies at his ankles because oh. he can't get them back up. <laughs> and Enough you've just rubbed salt in the wound, quite literally. James Hardlines, Mark in Chapel Hall, £250 to spend at Factory Weights, Glasgow, all yours. Enjoy. Excellent. Thank you very much. Good man, Mark in Chapel. The full video, like, see if you're. Why you uh, Why you would want to eat this uh, Watch it when you're eating your dinner I don't oh, know but Listen watch it along. There'll be thousands of people Who actually that At it's... Clyde SSB And you can see these two um, aye, Doing whatever it is They were doing so. It's good Good set up now Old is it? factory weights Yeah very mm. good Yeah I enjoyed it It was good But that, by invited the way, back? Well not after the way Daz left Asking for freebies In the way it that sounds... And he got protein powder which he's got, He doesn't even know What to do with that But he got a bag of protein powder that, is that what I saw mixing in his coffee in here <laughs> on Saturday morning? Sounds a bit uh, like something he would he was do. Trying anyway, to the desk after it. Just but. a bit of fun. We're trying to get everyone fit and healthy in the new year. Don't never let it be said that we don't want to make a difference out there. So that's what we'll do every night this week. Um, but plenty more time for your calls here until eight o'clock. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. So do uh, indeed get your thoughts into us. Um, let's hear a bit from. Derek McInnes It's a very early nod To the semi-final on Saturday I appreciate that But Kilmarnock had their Media day today And he was speaking about Having Kyle Lafferty back available You'll remember he's been serving A 10 game suspension For using sectarian language And uh, Not a bad week For that suspension to end Right before a cup semi-final Here's what Derek McInnes uh, Had to say on the possibility of, Of him playing he was doing star jumps outside my office this morning and brought me breakfast. Um, so I know how much he wants to play. The same as all my players want to play. Um, he's he's busting to get involved. It's been torture for him missing it. Um, you know, I think for any player, you can accept and have to deal with injuries. If you're missing for three, four, five, six months with injury, 
Um, Kyle is, is is not been injured. He's been uh, fit and running about and training, and he's been really supportive. He's been at every game except Celtic Park Saturday. He's been at all the games um, supporting the team, and um, and he's still got a big. He's had a big role to play still in around the dressing room. We just need him now between now and the end of the season to have a big role on the pitch. Um, but listen, I know. I've got a strong squad, I've got good options. It's going to be tough for me leaving certain players out, but everybody's busting it to play, Kyle included. That's the thing, it's easy for me to say, ah, it's Saturday, it's ages away, but this week, probably for Kilmarnock more than Celtic, not because it means more, I'm not, not saying that, but Celtic have got that sort of big competitive squad anyway, and, and they're at the top of the league, and everything's everything's going well, and a lot of these players will get more opportunities at, at, at these types of showpiece games If you're a Kilmarnock player what is, What's training like this week? Yeah um, Intensity goes up You're obviously trying to catch a manager's eye If you've not done Do so at Celtic Park Taking breakfast <laughs> Didn't work for me at Bristol City that with Dale Right enough Because he didn't play me that much But for Kyle Lafferty Of course it's It's a huge decision For Derek McInnes to make Now he's brought in Vassal was it Who, who showed up pretty well At the weekend um, Robinson's back fit um, so he's went through a stage of having no real options to having three on his plate, and Lafferty's the one that served him best. But like Derek says here, if you're out for that length of time, you've not had any competitive game time, and you're expected to go into Hamden and have a real impact. That's a big ask. So huge decision for him. I don't think he'll start the game. I I, I don't. I think he'll be used as some sort of impact sub if Kilmarnock get to the stage where they think they're still in the game. And they can nick something I think it's a Is it a harder decision Scott When It's a player who is One of your most experienced players One of your So called big game players Because obviously You know Normal circumstances It's not Been a 10 week ban He's not played since Mid-October It's now January So Normal circumstances That's quite an ask To come back and play Yeah you would be eased in I think I think that they'll probably Bring him on And see Start the game with uh, the players they went with that yep. Mark's mentioned there. They've also got Christian Deutsch, who I played with mm. at Hibs, still striker there. I know he's might not have set the header on fire so far, but they, they do have options. But Kyle Lafferty is their, their go-to man. He does show up, uh, show up in big games. But listen, they'll need they'll need a big game plan to get something mm. something for Celtic on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we will definitely delve into this deeper as the week goes on. We're still a few days away, but in terms of what would be happening right now, you've both been on. The both sides of it You've played for the so-called Smaller teams you, Then you've played for For Celtic How important is this week In terms of belief In terms of instilling belief Is that actually one of the most important things Because we can always yeah. bang on about I think get, if you getting... flip back to last year that was, That's when they won the Premier uh, Sports Cup At the time against against Hibs Yep And that kind of that, that set them on their way Yeah I mean if you're Kilmarnock Mark is that, is that what a lot of I, this week's about? Yeah I think I think Saturday's game was a perfect game for Derek McInnes' side. I mean, if I say that's against Saturday's games against Dundee United mm. and they win 1-0, did they really go in with that feeling that they maybe get... I know mm. they got beat 2-0 and they got picked apart, by the way, in the second half. So could it have gone two ways, though? If that was 6-0 to Celtic... They got absolutely not, thumped. You're not yeah. sitting, sitting here tonight going, oh, that's great that they get, they get to play them you again. You only have to listen to Derek after the game on Saturday and then his, his, his press conference today... And some of the players With what they had to say about Saturday They were pretty happy With how they performed in the first half I think he's right in that That Celtic struggled to break them down In that first 45 minutes Until the goal 
Now the second half was a different kettle of fish Celtic up to it They brought on How many? Five subs did they bring on Each one outstanding when they came on So it shows the depth But In a cup, I, in a cup game though Anything you, you need, But you need, to, you need to win the game You can't sit yeah. in and be against the ropes Especially not against that Celtic side So you need yeah. to come yeah. out at some it's point a good point It's yeah. a good point And that's, that's where the decision comes from Does he think Okay I've seen enough defensively from my side But you know what I'm just going to put Lafferty in for the opening stages and see if I can get something and then defend from it or does he go with that same team I think he'll go with the same team at starting Saturday Yeah, plenty more build up to come throughout the week let's I think talk transfers with John who's a Celtic fan on the line take it away John Good evening uh, Gordon, Hello. Scott and Mark Gordon before I get to my point where was that, that scene again is it Jeezy Peeps man where was it caught again oh Jeezy Peeps man you got it in one John <laughs> you got it in one <laughs> God, I think he just imagined the dance when me and Mark spoke to him. GJ Peeps, man. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like, John. When you got that one extra rep on the factory weights. It's no easy to get 30 in 30 seconds. As if there's no weights on the bar. Anyway, uh, John, what are you thinking about transfers and so on? All right, guys. My point is this. I'm just thinking about you guys talking about transfers. And everybody, as fans, are all speculating who's coming in, who's going out and all that, right? See, for me, as a Celtic fan, I think Celtic have got a wee kind of a wee ace up our sleeve kind of the upper hand when it comes down to if you want to use the two big clubs like Celtic and Rangers right and transfers now the league's not a given but Celtic are nine points clear with a, a massive goal difference for me that's a point ten points right so when you go into nego- negotiations with a player and you I mean you try to sell the club and all that if you've got that kind of Champions League entrance so straight into the group stages if you go to these players and say look we're champions we're, 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 going, we're going for the, the title it looks like we were going to the Champions League. I mean, do you know think, guys? That's that's a that's a kind of a, a, a good card to play and, and to convince a player. I mean, I'm not saying to the NBA for Rangers, but to offer them, I mean, sixty thousand week in week out, kind of thing. Do you know think that's that's kind of an ace up your sleeve? You've got to play, kind of uh, Mark maybe. Scott. Yeah, I think from a player's point of view, the the dream when you're growing up is to play Champions League, hear the music and all that stuff. So I think in terms of Celtic's transfer policy, when they're speaking to players, that's going to be a massive attraction. And the flip side of that, I think from what they've learned in the Champions League this year, they will really want to have a go next year in the group stages, that basing on what the way Ange Postecoglou speaks. So back to your original point, yeah, there's there's no question about it. Players want to play in the Champions League. It is a dream of most kids that have, have played the game. Yeah, I think John, you know, specifically Mark is talking about that points advantage. You know, if you are if you are Celtic, I'm sure you're not you're not going to potential signings and saying, Oh, by the way, look, we've got this League One, don't worry about that, it's wrapped up, mm. but it's a nice advantage to have, therefore you can strongly Look forward to the Champions League already, albeit it's only January. And I know, yeah. I know there'll be people out there saying it's not over yet. Of course it's not. I'm just talking about gap. As far as gaps go at this time of the year, it's fairly sizable. Yeah, it's as good as ten, but the goal difference, as John rightly says, uh, and when you see how good this Celtic side are, you know, can you see them slipping up and lose that many points? No, not at this time. So, if you're talking about transfers coming in, of course. Automatic qualification to Champions League uh, and access to playing at that level is a huge draw for any players. You think the amount of players down south in England who are playing in the top league and even the championship who are on X amount of pounds that are astronomical who will never ever get to play at that level and as Scott says it would have been their dream as a kid to play at that level. They'll never get the opportunity. Celtic and Rangers have that pool and Celtic obviously look 
in pole position mm. to get there this season again. And you look at the glamour games, I mean, last season, they were fantastic to watch. Real Madrid, obviously, the pick of the bunch. You're a player, you've got that option. It goes a long way to making your mind up. What more are you expecting Celtic to do in this window, John? I mean, there's a lot of it centre around Jakimakis leaving, Juranovic leaving. There's obviously uh, Cho, the South Korean striker, has been subject of a bid today. I I think I think Gordon I I think there's going to be a lot of boys going out to other clubs if that's a transfer or on loan. Angie's no daft. Angie'll free up guys have a sit them down have a chat with them. And I mean you you've got two guys sitting in front of you there. They've probably had these same chats just to say look guys we respect you but my this is my plan maybe put them out on loan or a transfer elsewhere to get more football. But again, going back to the, the, the point I was talking about the, with the, the Champions League thing, I definitely, I think myself, Celtic, uh, I'd like to see Celtic bring in like a, see like a Paddy Roberts kind of type player. I know we've got Jota and we are bad, right? But I would like to bring, just that wee, that wee bit more quality, Gordon, in the team. Now, I mean, somebody that stands out and says, well, I'll get you off your seats. And I know the guys I just mentioned are there and they're brilliant players. But see that we can uh, that that can have a that that we can player. You see, I brilliant man. And even you need to push a boat out for that again. Champions League. Scott rightly said Celtic loved the experience there last year, and I think I for any player who's Celtic come in and go, oh, listen, we're interested in you. And his agent goes Celtic. This blah blah blah. I think it's a big draw. But I I'd like to see big guns maybe bringing in a a bit of a flair player, somebody who's. Runs I, at defence You know what I mean I think John I think fans always want to see that They always want to see players That will get bums off the seats I think Ange's done Quite well in that respect He's got Jota and Abad On one side But then when you look at Aksabanovic You look at Forrest You look at Maeda Maybe slightly different But he's got a lot In that area I cannot see them You know mm. Going into that market mm. To get another Out and out winger I, I, just, I don't think You're going to get anyone In that position Better than Jota Yeah, I, I genuinely don't Yeah Kevin John says Push the boat out But in Scottish terms the, yeah, boat, that, the boat went quite far Didn't it Already for aye. Jota's feet And his, his numbers And for me When I when I watch He gets you out of your seat mm. as, as does the football That Celtic play I feel that they are a team Who are trying to play Like a top team mm. Per se they, they, mindset, they, they have a way of playing They have The quality Maybe not that quality But they keep mm. doing it And they keep doing it And nobody's found an answer For them domestically Thank you John 01419511025 Good time to call by the way If you fancy it We'll get you on next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. On the home straight then with Scott Allen and Mark Wilson. 0141-951-1025. It's been a largely transfer-related show. We're still hoping it gets a little bit busier between now and the end of the month. We'll we'll do this many times, I'm sure. We'll have many shows that will focus mostly um, on transfers. So look forward to them when they come. I think we've rinsed uh, Celtic and Rangers for all they're worth tonight, Mark, because it's at the it's at the early stages at, at the most. I think the closest would be that uh, Chogwe Sung, South Korean striker, because there is a bid on the table. Um, other than that, we're talking Todd Cantwell. It's not even at that stage yet, so we're we're very much in the the infancy there. But some other clubs are busy. Robbie Nielsen. Um, has made another signing Yutaro Oda yeah. Has joined another Japanese player Coming to the Scottish Premiership um, He's a 21 year old attacker Described as being versatile um, And he could be in line for a debut Against St Mirren at Tynecastle On Friday They signed James Hill 
um, last night to bolster their defensive department because they've had injuries there. Looks like perhaps a return for Callum Patterson to, to Tynecastle. Really? Is that um, happening? As well. And Daz loves him. Yeah. Sort of. He'll be <laughs> delighted. Um, and, and others as well. So Hart's busy. Yeah, well, you had a feeling that they would be. They've had horrendous luck this year with injuries and to key players at that, but they've actually managed it pretty well. But when we're talking about the race for third, and we always talk about budgets, some people say, oh, Aberdeen's got a bigger budget. Some people say hearts. I think Robbie Nielsen wants to really strengthen that point that they are the third force in Scottish football. I believe they are. I believe they're still ahead of Aberdeen. And I think this window... Hibs do pro- have a big budget now as well. Hibs, mm. well, Hibs are, but look, Hibs are a million miles yeah, away from hearts in terms of everything it looks. But Robbie Nielsen, you, you get a taste of him in the, the touchline where he's getting booked every second week for the re- referee. But he's wanting to confirm that... F- Third place in Scottish football And his signings Prove that Well this will be the most Lucrative season Hearts have ever had I would imagine Because of the European qualification And so. they had the, yeah. the Conference League The guaranteed games um, And so on So um, uh, Yeah Garan Quall as well Who went to the World Cup With Australia Looks like he'll join The Australian contingent On loan from yeah, well, Newcastle uh, Jason Cummins Who I'm, I'm friends with he, he played with him uh, He went to the World Cup To with him as well He says he's got Scary pace Obviously Newcastle have signed them So mm-hmm. they do definitely see something else So Robbie looks as if he's ticking all the boxes In terms of the type of player he wants to add to his squad What well, so is the Australian connection there with Robbie? So you got an uncle in Australia or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> because, you know, Ange Postacoglu with the Japanese contingent Robbie Nielsen with the Australian Now Robbie mob. Nielsen's gone into the, the Japanese market as well uh, You know what, this will be an interesting one I, I will look Why forward to seeing this kid see Yeah yeah. yeah, it's funny. I can already, I can, almost, I can see not not arguments as such, but I can see on Twitter people saying, "Oh, that's everyone copying Celtic's Japanese ideas," and then people are pulling up random Japanese players who did play here previously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't Give think, us some names. I don't well, th- what about the goalkeeper at Dundee United? Kawashima. Kawashima ah, did you yeah. play with him? No, uh, no. You no, that would have been nah, after his after time. Your time. Yeah, yeah. yeah but. Kawashima. No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> Sam <laughs> Uh, what part of Japan is he from? I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, <laughs> the, uh, he's definitely not Japanese. Like, whether it's Celtic inspired or not, you can all argue amongst yourselves. I'm not sure I've got the energy for that, but clearly, Mark, it has at least shown the, the, the markets that are out there that you can get good value for. Because even in, in a Celtic context, Hitate, Maeda, Kyogo will not be on anywhere near the wages that some of Celtic's big signings from previous seasons have been on when they've come into the club or existing players um, and you know it's all relative so Hearts are then going in to, to find players at their yeah, level I think it's the right thing to do I, I mean when a club the size of Celtic you know takes them to employ a manager like Ange Postacoglu to, to say to the recruitment team by the way look over this neck of the woods we might just get a few diamonds and, and they've got four or five of them why wouldn't clubs then say, by the way, you know, we're on a much tighter budget than Celtic, but we can still get real good players. Sell on value as well. Sell on value and everything that comes along with it. I mean, obviously it's instant impact these teams need. You need to get it bang on though, don't you? Let's be honest. If we'd said a month before Ange Postacoglu came in, by the way, and he's going to go and sign five Japanese players and by and large, you know, they'll all hit the ground. Some we haven't even seen yet and Mm -hmm. Nidiguchi didn't, but I'm generalising... Um, and they'll hit the ground running There'll be mainstays in the team You would have had your doubts You would say mm, I don't know Coming over on different style And different culture And language barrier And going to be tough So yeah. you, it's still It's not a case that you, 
there are any guarantees because you go and sign someone from the same country. Well, yeah, of course, all those things that you mentioned, Gordon, are going to be difficult for any player relocating so far away from where they're, they're, they're from. So you need to sign actually good players. Now, that's where Ange Postecoglou's obviously got an eye for it. He's been in that league. He's seen these players individually, technically. He knew they were good players. Then you have to have the wraparound service that make them feel comfortable, I think. Celtic have done that Obviously yep. helps when you've got a manager Who knows the culture Who knows the culture And the players would have known him You know from there So that obviously helps So the boy Oda at Hearts Will it be the same? Will he have that wraparound You know service that The Japanese mm. players at Celtic Have relied on? Who knows? And it's not it's not easy Going to new cultures New time zones New climates You know language barrier Scott's gone to our broth And you finished your career <laughs> At Dumbarton uh, Do you know what I mean? Jeezy so, peeps Ah yeah? uh, well Dumbarton My time at Dumbarton was Oh jeezy peeps man <laughs> Exactly That describes it That sounded like many Dumbarton fans But anyway We're nearly there Mark Wilson A bit of a A bit of a quieter week Because you know The first half of the season We spent in Europe Every single week With Glasgow's big two And then very quickly We got to the World Cup And then out of it And then cramming fixtures in Yes, the transfer window's here, but actually a bit of a calmer week as we build up to the League Cup semis. Yeah, I think it was always going to be. After the game on the second and everything had calmed down, I didn't expect it to drag on that long, but it has now. But I think we face the semi-finals at the weekend, followed by the last couple of weeks of the transfer window. I think it's a busy one coming up. Scott Allen, you survived. The phone hasn't, you've not been getting too much dog's abuse for any... I wouldn't beat the punter, that was exactly. the nice thing. <laughs> and hopefully we'll do it again soon. Thank you to Scott Allen. Big thanks to him. Average-sized thanks to Mark Wilson, because he's always here. Thanks. And we are back tomorrow with Simon Donnelly and the new Queen of the South manager, as he's now known, Marvin Bartley. Looking forward to getting his thoughts on that. Good to see he's not chucked us to the curb just yet after that new appointment as well. So Simon and Marvin tomorrow. And in the meantime, Callum Gallagher is up next. So stay right there. And we'll be back at six o'clock tomorrow.